0: welcome to the excuse my african podcast my name is stella damasis and i am your host join me as i take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood african girl abroad this is episode two in this episode i will talk about the african and hollywood Let me start by telling you a story, okay? Um, like I said in my introduction episode, my name is Stella DeMasses, and I have been an actor for over 20 years. Yes, you heard me right, over 20 years. I started when I was very, very young, and I have had an interesting and successful acting career, if I must say so myself. Um, I've done a lot of things. I've traveled the world to do movies, premieres, I've taught people about acting, and I used to think that, you know, I had it all. I had conquered everything. Then I moved to America and the story changed. (laughs) It was funny. It was crazy because when I moved to America and started attending auditions in, in the city of New York, I started hearing some strange comments from some casting directors, some agents, some managers. At first, I didn't understand it. And then I began to realize what they were actually saying to me. And for the first time in my life... I was really shocked so this is what usually happens i go for an audition and when i'm done i hear stella you're amazing you're a great actor i mean you have the experience you have what we want but unfortunately you're not african enough wait a minute i am not african enough i don't get it i asked so many of them i'm like what do you mean by i'm not african enough i I don't understand and they would say to me well When we think Africa in our movies or in the media, we think very dark-skinned. That's what separates you. So you're not dark enough. You're light-skinned. And and your accent is different. It's not African enough. I'm like, am I supposed to be dark like every other person? I mean, there's variety in Africa. What do you mean I'm not dark-skinned and my accent is different? How did you expect me to sound? So apparently they hear a certain type of accent from, from some of the Africans that they experience on TV or in some places, and they feel that that's how we're all supposed to sound. So a, an agent actually said to me, look, Stella, you're very good at what you do, but I'm, I'm having issues with the fact that we might not be able to get you jobs, you know, because um, in Hollywood, when we think African women, we're thinking dark skin, sound really African, and you have to either be very skinny you have to be very big. I'm like, <laughs> um, I'm a size 10, thank God, because I used to be a 12, but now I'm a size 10. But I'm expected to be a size 4 or a size 6, and if I'm not, I should be a size 20 or 24 for me to be accepted as a pure African. And then I had to ask one of them, I said, what or how does an African sound? I just want to know. And she says, look, I don't mean to offend you, but I mean, it, it should sound something like, uh, when we come from the home, it has to be this way and that way. And I laughed. At first, it really, really hurt me. I was really upset. But then I realized that I had to start educating people because this is not um, them trying to be offensive. It's, it's not them wanting to offend me, but it's just what they know. It's all they know. So I thought about it and I said, look, I don't know everything about Jamaica, apart from reggae music and Bob Marley and some other things, and and raga. So why should I get upset when someone doesn't really know much about Africa, especially those who have never been to Africa? So I started teaching them that, look, Africa is not a country, it's a continent that's made up of different countries. And I come from one of the countries known as Nigeria. My accent is totally different from a Ghanaian. A Ghanaian accent is different from a South African, which is different from a Kenyan, different from a Gambian, different from someone who's from Egypt or Morocco. And we look different. Someone who who's from Egypt looks different from someone who's from Somalia. Even Nigerians vary. We have very dark, we have medium brown, we have very light, we have albinos, we have all kinds of people. So do not expect to meet a certain type of because I was watching television and there was a, a television series that I was watching and I was so I was so amused at the fact that they had some guy who was supposed to be Nigerian and apparently he was not really Nigerian but they forced him to try and sound African and when I was listening to this person that was supposed to be Nigerian it sounded like he had like five different accents from five different countries and I I couldn't place where he was from he was definitely not from my country because I know how Nigerians are supposed to sound and then I started asking myself what is the problem is it that the, the casting directors or, or the agents cannot find us. Is it that they don't know that Africans who are trained actors do exist? Or is it a problem of just finding the right script? And that's when I heard that, oh, you know, it'll be a problem getting you a role because Hollywood hardly writes scripts for people of your kind. And I'm like, my kind? Whoa, this is this is this is crazy. What do you mean my kind? So what it means is that not only am I black in America, I'm in I'm I'm a minority in in Hollywood. I'm not recognized, I'm not represented because getting representation for for an African immigrant is one of the toughest things in the world from what I see here in America because they say that they can't find the jobs, they can't find the roles for someone like me who's light-skinned, who does not sound like the African that they're used to who's not a size two or four, who does not behave like an African. Well, I'm sorry because there are millions of us all over the world who represent Africa. I'm Nigerian, proudly so. I'm here in America and I'm here to stay. But I'm saying to everyone out there who feels, you know, that they don't belong or that they're not accepted or that they're misunderstood or misrepresented. I'm saying that there is hope for all of us. We all have to come together and let the world know who we are where we come from, what we stand for. We have to have our own narrative and not let the media dictate to people what Africa is because people always see the other side of Africa. They don't see the education. They don't see the beauty. They don't see the money. They don't see the natural resources. They don't see the variety, the diversity, the culture, our traditions, our beauty, everything that we stand for. It is time that you guys start to understand who we are. So excuse my African... My African is beautiful. My African is lovely. My African is educated. My African is talented. So we're going to have a lot of fun talking about different things and the way I see it, the way I am, because like I said, I'm a non-conformist. So this is going to be fun. So you guys don't forget to like, share this episode, share all the episodes from Excuse My African. If there's anything you want me to talk about, all the details of how you can reach me will be there when I'm ending the show. And write to me. Let me know what you think. Send your comments. Let me know how you feel about it. Let me know what you want me to talk about. And hey, let's do this together. Okay. Thank you for listening. I will see you. No, I will not see you. I will talk to you again in the next episode. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com, Or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love.